Hey guys, welcome to the Rock Hippie Adventures podcast. This is episode like eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. Technically seven. Seven on Rock Hippie, but we had the special week of trashality, so that was our episode seven, the bonus episode. Yeah, so we're going to be, just in case you're listening for the first time, or you haven't listened in a while, or you missed what happened this week, we're going to be dropping... Yeah, two episodes a week. Right. Right, Keith? Uh, Yeah, we don't introduce ourselves anymore. (laughs) Not anymore. No. So pathetic. Why, why introduce ourselves? Go back and listen to the episodes. Where you we know. did introduce ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> now you know who we are. But uh, yeah, I'm Keith and she's Mel and we're here to completely ruin podcasting. Yeah, we're doing a great bang up job. Yeah, so anyways, <laughs> we're dropping two episodes a week. Uh, we're going to do our usual Rock Hippie Adventures show, which will talk about like recos and music and dating and maybe running or trails or whatever comes up vacationing tripping basically pointless nonsense yeah yeah and then yeah because we like to talk and i think some of the stuff we share may be beneficial to other people maybe not we don't know but we're here we're having fun we're talking so we're in our second episode that we drop for the week will be a weekly dose of trashality yep it's that it's that good honest wholesome oh yeah the good stuff the dirty in the ground oh i'm sorry the Uh, trash (laughs) yeah so uh go and check that out we did drop the first full bonus episode uh this past week we we are talking about the mass singer we are talking about love island which boohoo ends this week. Yep. So this week's episode of uh, the Weekly Dose Trashality will probably end up closing out Love Island and uh, continuing on with The Masked Singer. So join us for that. But enough about the Weekly Dose of Trashality. We are completely losing our minds. Why? Because, you know, the stuff that goes on in this place between yeah with, with just two normal adults. Yeah. So I've developed a new game. What is your game? So, fellas, I don't know about you uh, women. I don't know about you either. You may like to do the same thing. But I have a fascination with smacking butts. Not smacking butts, smacking one person's butt. You don't go around smacking people's (laughs) butts. Okay, so I don't smack. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) I don't go around smacking everybody's butts, but I do uh, smack the girl's butt quite a bit. So I've developed this little... I'm a sucker. Personal game yeah. of my own. It's not really something she plays along with. No, because I'm dumb. Yeah, it's all my game. It's all for me. So my goal is to create some sort of distraction or some sort of like diversion ploy. ploy. So she thinks she doesn't know what's going on, and I walk up and then right on the rear end. Yeah, you've gotten me several times. Yeah, so just it, within the last it's, hour, it's something like one day she got up off the couch and I was like, "Whoa, what the." what the hell is that come here let me let me and she looks at me she's oh yeah you so, did it today while i was cooking yeah i, walked I up, had I the like, leggings and i thought oh gosh i got a hole in my dang leggings i was kind of getting upset about it because they're one of my favorite leggings but no mm-mm. smack yep on the tush so it's kind of fun it's kind of and i can't retaliate because honestly i just can't i've tried i try to act big and bad with you I tell you that I'm lifting weights so I can kick your ass, and then he'll just pin me down, and it's over. I can't yeah. even move. Like, it's not even worth trying. Yeah. No. Well, you know. 
But I am going to be a baby Hulk. Speaking of the other ludicrous nonsense that's going on in our house. We, okay, so um, if you joined us, you may have noticed by the title of the show, uh, there is a whole new, or maybe the title of the show kind of leans to it. Maybe it doesn't really describe it, but there's a whole new uh, comic book universe leans towards Marvel that's getting ready to happen. We're, we're on the inside track for it. If you believe that, y- you are. It's called Marvel. No, it's not just Marvel. It's Marvel. It's a Marvel. It's a cartoon series. I've come up with it in the last couple of hours. I'm going to pitch the idea, so please don't let's, steal let's it. Let's not talk about the last couple of hours. So first, we want to be clear that it's well, not Marvel. No. It's Marvel. It's Marvel. It, it's it's spelled. It's spelled M R the L. That was your spelling. That was my spelling. <laughs> These are the conversations we have when we we're tired, but like we're done with the day, but we're not sleeping. And so we lay in bed and just like talk about nonsense. And so this was literally, I don't know, yeah. probably 20 minutes of nonsense that I came up with. Yeah, it was. It so was. I decided that all of the um, the Marvel characters were going to have babies and yeah. that I renamed them. Well, I just named them. Yeah. So the Hulk was going to, because I was telling you I was going to be strong. And then you're like, no, you're just a baby. And then I was like, no, I'm going to be baby Hulk. And then I proceeded to go on this long tirade of that. But anyways, baby Hulk Alina is baby Hulk's baby girl. It's Baby Hulk's Baby Girl, or is it Hulk's Baby Girl? That one. Yeah. Baby Hulk Alina, and then Captain Marvel and Captain America are going to have a baby, and her name's going to be Marla. Get it? Captain Marvel and Captain America, Marla. Anyways, and then Iron Man has to have a baby. Not not just Marla, Marla. but Lieutenant. Oh, yeah, Lieutenant, because I did have to have you clarify which was below a captain. Yeah, she's like... So it's going to be Captain Marla, but I was like, eh, would it really be a captain? She's like, well, what's below a captain? I was like, Lieutenant. Yeah, so she's Lieutenant Marla. She's going to be badass. Yeah. Um, she- And then Iron Man throws some sperm is what I decided. And then he um is going to have a baby with um, Miss Potts. She's going to get pregnant later on. And she's already been pregnant. And had well, a baby. then she's having another one, and it's it's an all girl series. There are no boys because I just decided there's, that there's no boys now. No, there well, were. there was one. I forgot because Thor. I mean, you gotta keep him. So it's Thor Junior. He's hot. He's like a little. He's got like a six pack, a four pack, maybe because he's small. But anyways, um, so yeah, we're gonna name her Faye. Iron Man's baby's gonna be Faye F E for Iron because that was what I came up with. <laughs> it's freaking brilliant. It's, it's don't be scared by it. The Faye part is kind of clever because, you know, yeah. That's yeah, the, she's yeah. Iron. F-E. Faye. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so that, that was <laughs> That was the best one. But Baby Hulkalina is my favorite. That's my, like, ultra Baby ego. Hulk. Baby Hulkalina. So, uh, guys yep. and girls. welcome to the craziness. I, you know, if you're listening to this, please, please go and... Check out the previous one where we unedit ourselves because... <laughs> Well, this not only that, I would, that we talk about. I would really like to have some insight to maybe the conversations that go on in your place. Have you had a crazy conversation with your. Yeah. Like, you know, when you're just laying in bed person. and you're not sleeping, but you're just kind of like, you know, it's just stream of consciousness. Like I, we would have never had that conversation if it wasn't something that either one of us said. I, I mean, really, there's no reason for that to even I think, orga- organically come up in any sort of way. Our conversations at that time of the evening, at that point of our day, is Delirium. always ridiculous. But they're funny though. That yeah. was when the you were making that noise about the the baby moose. 
and it cracked me up. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah. We have our best conversations from like 1030 w- to 11 o'clock. I wouldn't call them our best conversations. The most entertaining. They're definitely entertaining. Yeah. Which provide us good content for the show. <laughs> <laughs> but if anybody steals that crap, I'm on to you. Yeah, please. You please. better watch out. I'm going to turn into baby Hulkalina and beat you all asses. <laughs> <laughs> please don't steal her ideas because... I'm sorry You'll just have to, to hear about it. <laughs> they're not going anywhere. <laughs> it's a work in progress, so I'm not completely sold on everything. I love the fact at. that she's trying to change all the names, but she's like Thor Jr. Well, I couldn't come up with anything. I, I'm still working on this. She couldn't even figure out who he has the kid with. Well, I wanted she, to have Black Widow, but she can't have children so because of the whole thing, so I knew that wasn't going to work yeah. out. I mean, he has a girl. Who? The Natalie Portman. Oh, yeah, I yeah. forgot about her. Yeah. But I don't think she can she, carry his baby, though, because that would be... She becomes the next door. She does? Yeah. They're getting ready to do it. They're going to drop the movie, which is, is in the talks where she Natalie actually... Natalie Portman's going to be Thor? Huh? Well, uh, don't worry, guys and girls. I'll oh, maybe we'll name her Flora. That sounds cute. I like that name. So he Just does have up. a girl, and yeah. it's now Flora? Flora. Flora. Thor and whatever. What was her name in the show? I should remember these things, but I don't remember. Yeah, it's okay. It's fine. But it's Flora now clarified so now it's baby flora so we have all girls we we have four baby Mervelle because you know copyright i'm gonna cast your uh granddaughter in one of those roles too by the way moose yeah hell yeah Yeah. baby hokalina she'd be killing it (laughs) she'd be killing something smart yeah we'll see how that goes strong yeah she's stupid strong yeah Yeah. so she would be a perfect baby hokalina yeah she's got a big head too so yeah, but she's like, mm-hmm. she, oh yeah, she makes already makes those sounds. She already makes that sound. She already makes Hulk sounds uh, when yeah, she wants more food. Yeah, when she wants more food. Yeah. Dang, see? It's the most hilarious thing. Yeah. She's yeah. on it. She's, tra- she's training. Yeah, she is. So guys and girls, tell us what you think, or tell us about your conversations in delirium times. What They're kind of crazy ways. shit y'all come up with. Uh, we're going to move into our record spot this week. We're going to first start with um, some shows. That we have been watching. We do want to recommend these shows. I'm, I'm actually going to recommend a couple of podcasts while I'm at it. Um, the yeah, fir- you've been busy this week. Yeah, I've, I've talked to a lot of people podcast-wise this week. Um, one of the shows that I have listened to that I do absolutely love right now is called Apex Mountain. Uh, go check them out. They they deal with movies and actors, and they rate them. And it's, it's a pretty good, interesting show. Like... And and basically what it is is you know Apex Mountain. They, what is the Apex movie in, in this person's career? Where is the Apex at? And I've just listened to one episode because I truly truly love the Truman Show and I saw it um, on their feed. It came up. They were talking about Truman Show. It's one of my yeah. favorite movies. And so I was like, I'm going to give it a listen. And this is something, guys and girls, I'm telling you, uh, if you're a podcast that might be listening to this show. Um, something I recommend is, is reaching out and networking with other podcasters. Um, yeah. Yeah. And just, just, and if you tell them you're going to listen to the show, Hey, listen to the show. Yeah. Uh, I do. I, if I tell you, if, if you're a podcaster and I say, I'm going to listen to your show within the week, I will listen to your show. And And if we haven't listened to you yet, we're still working on it. Yeah. I've got a lot of, I've I've promised a lot of people to listen to a lot of shows. I have to do mine this week. So I'm catching up, but, um, but yeah, Apex Mountain, go and check them out, the Apex Mountain podcast. Uh, another podcast I came across, it's interesting, I like the format, it's, they're super long episodes, but it's called Bracket Up Podcast. Uh, those guys kind of do a podcast where they take um, something like, they did a show for the worst album 
The best album. Or the best album ever and the worst band ever. I like music, so I went to those two yeah. first. They threw in all these. So they, they gave self-picked. a list. Yeah, yeah, they self-picked, you know, what they thought the best bands ever was. Then yeah. they put them in a bracket. And they, I don't know how they see them. I can't remember. I have to go back and look at that too. But they put all these bands together or all these list items together in a bracket, just like, you know, the March Madness bracket yeah. or any tournament bracket. It's a bracket. super smart. And they go through it and yeah. they give their reasons and they vote on each of them to who moves on to the very end and then they get their winner at the end. It's a good show. I disagree with their album. <laughs> well, I don't think they're very music. Their taste in music's very good. Uh, they even mentioned that as well a few times <laughs> that their taste in music is it not, was interesting not mix very of stuff. good um so it's, it's very interesting but go give them a check i mean you know like i said podcasting yeah, is a crazy for format a topic you might like yeah we did the music ones or you did yeah so uh like i said podcasting is a crazy world and there's a lot of podcasts out there so we're going to recommend the podcasts that we listen to and that we think are you know cool to listen uh so go check those out we'll have links in our description for uh, both of those podcasts again apex mountain bracket up uh, a couple of shows that uh, I want to recommend this week. One is the Great American, or no, I'm sorry. I want to keep calling it the Great American, but the American Barbecue Showdown. It was awesome. It's eight episodes, literally eight episodes. You eight love people. those cooking competition Gotta shows. Love this cooking. is for you. Yeah. If you love anything, this is a really neat format. It's eight straight days of cooking for these guys and girls. They never wear any different clothes. Yeah, they had like the same clothes on <laughs> every single day. They had the same clothes on all, yeah, the whole it, time. It, it was the craziest thing. I'm like, holy crap, they're still wearing the same clothes. Yeah, I think they even put them the hosts. Yeah, I everybody guess. wears the same clothes for the entire show. I, I need to know why. I got to research but, that. What but is the they bring, reason? They it's bring on Netflix. Together. Yes, on Netflix. Yeah. They bring together people. Uh, and yeah, barbecue. So there's great smokers, pit masters. Yeah, all. Uh, they go through some crazy ass challenges doing some stuff. And you be and and for me, it wasn't just about the cooking in the show that was really cool. The way it was done, it was no, really cool. No, they were so stinking nice to each other. But the 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 camaraderie and yes. the togetherness and and the uplifting nature. Like if you need a, a feel good show to watch, yes, watch this. Watch this show and it's get hungry. Freaking great! Yeah. Oh my god, I was so hungry. Oh, their right. food was amazing yeah. that they were making. But yeah, it was kind of like some of them were professional barbecuers and pit masters. Others were like just people who are interested in cooking. The one woman on the show at the end, the last part was to cook a whole pig, and she had never done that before. But she's an experienced. Pit but master. she yeah but so, she was awesome yep. it was super cool so anyways not to ruin any more to show uh go check out uh the american barbecue showdown yeah and another show we want to recommend for you to watch is something we're going to probably talk about next week on the show it's going to be the hot topic for our show and it's called the social dilemma yeah uh it is a interesting show deals with social media the social media platform I, I don't want to call it like a conspiracy theorist type of show. No. I don't think it has a feel of that, yeah. but it's not because these no. people are actual people, people who in worked. the field and worked in these places. And so they are knowledgeable. It's not yeah. speculation. They know yeah. these things happened and they yeah. know that that's how these and they knows how, they know things how came going. about. Yeah. So, so it's not speculation yeah. that this is what happens. They people factually who, know that this is what yeah. happened. People who worked with yeah, Facebook, yeah. Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, all those uh, yeah. social media platforms, uh, so, they kind of go in and talk about, and, and it's not like they went in to talk bad about them. They're just saying how it is going. It's not kind of how they intended it in the beginning. Yeah. That's kind of what I got. Which from. I thought was interesting because I thought it was going to be more about like, don't do, don't do social media, which they kind of hint at a little bit when we're watching it, but it's much more interesting informational as it, far as why they say that to me it's, it's not just like, because of what 
what yeah. it does to teens and all of those things that we've heard a million and five times. I was actually, I actually learned something new, kind of what I thought, but it was interesting. I don't yeah. know, but we'll definitely talk about that in our next episode. We want to re- rewatch it um, and look at it a little bit differently so that we could share that, those thoughts with you. Yeah. So check out the show, go and watch it. We're going to talk about it next week. If yeah. You so it gives you some it. time. Yeah. And then you'll know exactly. And then you can give your thoughts and comments on it next week as well. Um, yeah. We would love that. Yeah, absolutely. So those are our shows for this week. And this week we came across a, it's funny because when you're doing social media, when you're doing like Instagram yeah, speaking and Speaking of social media. Yeah. And, and look, <laughs> we're not against social media. No, we like social media. Because this is how we're getting our platform. This is how we're getting to be able to have a platform. Well, we're using it in a way in which to create community. Not so much like, you know, taking my duck lip selfies. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure we've all done that. But we're using it in a different way. I probably post on our own Rock Hippie more than I do... Um, my own social media stuff, but I just mm-hmm. have my personal ones mostly for just running posts and fitness things, which is super um, encouraging community, by the way. Um, so I always find that entertaining. But yeah, so on social media, we have been going back and forth and just spending time working on, you know, building our community and reaching out to bands and other things. And we got a like from a band this week. Um, they're called Aaron Fox and they're from Russia. Yeah. Um, And as soon as I heard their latest song that came out in August, I fell in love with it. And the funny part is their August song is nothing like their June song, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, So while I'm in love with their latest release, Dancing in Love, Keith, on the other hand, is more inclined to listen to Anthem, which I enjoy as well. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be playing both of those for you today. But we're hoping that we can get them on the show. Yeah. He was the cutest guy we've been messaging with the band and they wanted to, we've asked them if they wanted to do some questions on the show and yeah. they wanted to get a list of questions because they're yeah, Russian, they're Russian. And they, their English is, they speak English, but they wanted to be able to have some time to make sure that they speak correctly, which I think is absolutely awesome because I would be very hesitant to, uh, even though I teach Spanish to go full out into yeah. a Spanish, uh podcast and have to speak all Spanish I think I'd get tripped up some from not having used it as much as I probably should mm-hmm. but yeah so we're gonna be uh sharing one of their songs with y'all well we're gonna share a couple songs yeah you know like we do we'll go into the break uh, with a song come out of the break with a song but uh <coughs> yeah so uh the they are a um their their genre is melodic I'm gonna call it more melodic metalcore I know they say melodic hardcore and then metalcore but they, they do remind me a lot of the We Came as Romans. Yeah, that was um, what you said. Yeah, We Came as Romans. You're, I don't, I'm not going to say Memphis Mayfire because it really kicks me in the ass to say Memphis Mayfire. Yeah, that's like it goes against everything that you think of. <laughs> but, uh, you know, bands like, like I said, We Came as Romans, maybe a little bit under oath, more melodic than them. Uh, the Wise Man's Sphere, which they are tend to be called fantasy core because they interweave like you know stories and stuff in their music but uh, along that genre set you know a little screaming hardcore stuff uh but also good clean vocals uh and i'm thoroughly shocked that you know when he did say we're russian that i'm like wow his i had no idea his vocals are super freaking clean um yeah. so I'm, I'm pretty impressed with that as well yeah he fooled me so uh aaron fox which is e-a-r-o-n-f-o-x of course fox is spelled fox and then aaron is not how you would think it um would be 
Yeah. They have a new, they have a couple of videos out on YouTube, so we'll be sharing that link as well. And then, of course, we found them on Spotify. Yeah. So, guys and girls, uh, like I said, the records we've got this week, check out the podcast, check out the shows. And we're going to go into this first song from Aaron Fox. guys and girls that was again Aaron Fox and that was the song um sing oh I'm sorry dance dance sing love dance I like that song yeah I like the lyrics yeah it's it's kind of more your alley of of, yeah isn't it though yeah yeah dancing love again uh before the break was the song anthem from Aaron Fox go check them out we'll have the links in our descriptions and so go check them out. Like we said, they're uh, a brand new band, like super brand new. Yeah, they have like less than a thousand plays on their songs on Spotify. So yep. give them some love. Let's give them yeah. some encouragement. Yeah, give it some. And if it's not your music, we understand. Go tell somebody who's it is. So tonight, uh, for the past few weeks, past couple of weeks, we've talked about like, you know, dating or getting in. Well, we talked about dating in, in kind of its entirety, especially uh, in the 40s after long relationships. We've kind of followed that up with some with some topics like, you know, not being mediocre, not settling, being unedited, being vulnerable. Unpacking your baggage. Yeah, unpacking the baggage. So we've talked about all these things like leading into dating. Uh, we've talked about, you know, just that whole concept. But. Okay, so now that you're dating, now that you kind of got yourself together, you found that other person that's kind of got their self together. And are in a relationship. Not dating anymore. Like strictly just being together. Yeah, now that you're exclusive. Like all the newness is kind of worn off. You're in that like mode. You might be living together. You might be seeing each other consistently on a basis. You're with with each other the majority of the time. Yes. You, You have entered full on non-single relationship your lives are seamlessly together real life working all of those Mm -hmm. things other than just you know going together on weekends to go on dates but like you are in dealing with and working around everyday life while you're dating right and since this episode is kind of a closing out of all the dating things it'll be a little bit shorter tonight Uh, and this will actually apply to everybody's situation kind of what we're talking about because you could be married and Mm -hmm. this stuff might still be things that yeah. are helpful to you that we're going to kind of talk about and right. share a little bit. Yeah. And so the big thing is how do you keep like, you've always heard the term like, you know, oh my gosh, I'm, 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 I love you, but I'm not in love with you anymore. Yeah. Or oh, it's just not spicy enough anymore. We got to spice up the relationship. It has become vanilla. 
Well, no, I don't even want to go there. I don't want to no? go. I don't want to go there yet. Okay. Okay. What I'm saying is, is like, you've heard these terms of like, in love, I'm, I'm, I love you, but I'm, I'm not in love with you. Um, there's not enough spice. Oh, we're just kind of comfortable. What I want to do is kind of quell first those misconceptions of what all that means. Oh, I got you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, now, I, saying. again, we don't like vanilla, of course, but there's got to be some sort of understanding of what it means to come into out of the honeymoon what we call the honeymoon parts of the relationships the hot and heavy into the everyday yeah like i got not that you don't still have butterflies for your significant sure. other and things like that but i'm just saying the doldrums we, of life and moving into a relationship with somebody yeah and we talked a little bit as, about this we in did. the full-on dating episode but we really want to kind of clarify things i know it's going to be kind of a culmination of everything we talked about you know being vulnerable and not settling into vanilla and get rid of the salted eggs and all that jazz, all the stuff you've heard already, but it's just kind of like wrapping it up, especially if you're new uh, to the show, this first time you're listening to it, the first episode you're listening to, uh, you can kind of get a basis of what some of the past episodes were about, but this is more specific relationship uh, thing. So first, I want to I hit this one on the head, this whole in love, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. That is, <clears throat> I, I've heard it, I've said it, uh, I think it's crap now. Mm-hmm. I think. Why do you think that? Because I think it's used in such, I think the term of being in love with somebody is confused of what that really means. Okay. So a lot of people feel like if I'm in love with you, I always have this fluttering heart feeling and it's so kind of crazy and you never know what's going to happen. And I think that's kind of nuts because when you get in a relationship, you want to kind of have like this consistency. So do you think people are confusing that feeling with love? Yeah, I think so. I think if you love somebody, and I'm talk, I'm not just talking about the love, the, okay, so I'm not going to get into the Latin words that we used in theology, like ergo, sanfilia, and agape love, oh, yeah, and yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to use those because they get thrown around too much, and it that's a deep word study. So if you really want to dig into the Latin words uh, that describe love, that's a deep word study. But when I'm talking about love in a relationship, not the kind of love you have for a parent mm-hmm. or, or, a child. or a child or even a friend. Like, you know, when you love a friend, you care for them deeply, you'll do whatever. But there's this one step above that kind of love, which you have for your partner, your relationship partner, the person you go to bed with every night, the person you wake up to every morning that you do life with together every day. You know, yeah, there is a different type of love you should have for them. And if you don't have that love, I think that's where the the concept of being in love kind of escapes people. Being in love with that person means that um, that's the person you wake up to and you're happy. That's the person Mm -hmm. you go to bed with and you're happy. That's the person you have disagreements with. And you'll do whatever you can on your end to make sure you figure out how that disagreement ends. Or you come to a place where you understand that you can both disagree you can both agree to disagree, yeah. but you still have that connection that you want to take care of that person, not just take care of them, but it, per, that person brings you joy. Yes. That's for me being in love with a person at that level. That's what that means. I'm in love with Mel because I'm happy whenever I see her. I want to come home and see her. I talk through her to, to her throughout the day. But that doesn't mean I have to send 500 texts a day to her. Like, no. we can literally go all day and send one text at lunch. Hey, I love you. I usually check on you at lunch yeah. just because I know that your days can be kind of shitty. Yeah, and super, super So it's more like busy. to just break your day apart and be yeah. like, hey, I'm thinking about you. I love you. But I think that's where the, the understanding of in love 
we're not suffocating. Yeah, and again, if if you're saying I'm not in love with a person, what you really have to say is is can you live your life without that person? And can you find somebody else to make you feel happier? Right. In a sense, than that person. Sure. You know, yeah, relationships are work, but it shouldn't be so much work that you're killing yourself at it. That's when the in love thing, I think, goes away, too. Like if you're spending so much time working at a relationship just to keep it together, that relationship probably isn't beneficial. No, because we work at our relationship, but our relationship is super easy for right. both of us. We work we, at our relationship so we can understand. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. But it's not work. No. It's not like. Let's put it like this. When we talk about working on a relationship, it's the type of work that you do because you love to do it. Like think of the, think of the job, right? Yeah. That you would love to do. Like what is your most favorite thing in the world to do? Or what would be the job that you would love to go to every single day? Okay. Now think about the job you probably have right now that you hate. Right. Some people got a job they love right now, but some, most people have a job that they really don't want to go to. That's the work. If you're doing not that, joy in your work. Yeah. If you're doing that kind of work in a relationship. Yeah, then it's probably not worth it. It's probably going to end. And I, I don't want to be pessimistic about it. Yeah. But you're also realist about it. I, I think like if, there, if something's not bringing you joy, then why are you stuck in it? Yeah, joy. I mean, is some of, especially when it comes to relationship. Yeah. Now, we all have to, you know, work in some probably some job necessarily that's not your cup of tea because it's an means to an it's, it's a means to an end but that is not necessarily a choice a relationship right. is a choice yeah and you you choose to be there and i get it if you think that relationship takes that mu- that amount of work and maybe sometimes you have to do that type of work in a relationship to, to get, get to a point to yeah, get to a I point can see that and i'm not saying give up on your relationship no, gosh, no. please don't give up on your relationship but you also Find need to be realistic in your yeah, relationship absolutely. there's got because if you're looking at your relationship and it's really hard to come by something that brings you joy with the other person yeah you might want to reevaluate yeah. But if you can find the joy, mm-hmm. then that's where you're building from. Yeah. That's where you need to start your work. In yes. quotes. My, you know, I like my quotes. Yeah. So you can think. So about what is your idea then? So when you fall out of love, what does that mean? Why is that a cop out? Like what? After we just talked about this, where let's circle back to that. Yeah. How does that fit into what you're saying? I think because people, some people want the high. I like got you. The like the absolute high of the a relationship. The apex of a relationship. Yeah, the apex of the relationship. <laughs> but they want to keep it there. Yeah, yeah. They don't want it to drop. So when it drops, and I think that is a cop-out for work. Yeah. Like, like me and Mel both know we have to do some sort of work in a relationship like we talked about. and not Yeah, because otherwise you're complacent. Complacent's yeah, not. Complacency is terrible in yeah, a relationship. Yeah. Right, right. But a person will cop out saying, I'm just not in love with you anymore because maybe – the, the communication that they were getting before is a little bit different. Maybe the f- butterflies are a little bit different. Maybe the constant sex is dropped off a little yeah. bit. You know, maybe th- maybe there's something that's dropping off that's causing them to lose that. And instead of communicating. Emotional high. Later. Right. Yeah. Instead of communicating through those things, they're just like, well, I'm just not in love with you anymore. And which that's fine. If that's how you gauge it, that's what you want to do, then great. That's what you do. But I think there needs to be more realistic approach to it saying, okay, now that our, our relationship has hit this super high, now it's going to kind of plateau or come down a little bit. And wow, that was kind of crazy, wasn't it? Was that a siren? Sorry, y'all. We're in an apartment complex and we just <laughs> heard the strangest noise. It was like a mix between a cat and like a 
siren of some sort. Welcome to our unedited show. Yeah, both of us just stopped though, dead. We're like, it's just like, yeah. what was that? I thought the earth was coming to it an end. It did sound kind of crazy. Yeah. It sounded like one of those air horns that you get when like a storm's getting ready that we don't live in the Midwest, but like growing up in Ohio, there were sirens that yeah. would go off or like. I lived in Kansas, I know. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know. That's what it sounded like almost yeah. to me. Like one of those storm, the tornado sirens, yeah. but clearly we don't have those here. No. Well, so back to the show, folks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think, and and I could be wrong about things because I'm obviously been wrong about plenty of things in my life. But I feel like that that just saying it's a cop out, right? I'm in. I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Well, let's be real. What is causing that? Like, if you really want to move forward in your relationship and have a good relationship that doesn't get stagnant that doesn't get complacent that doesn't become vanilla do you think it's a change in the type of love that you have towards yeah, somebody though more than falling out of love because i could say that i have used that we but, all have used but that. in I mean, my in my definition of using that it was like i it, my love for that person changed like but, i care for my ex like i do well yeah we he's we've yeah, talked about that yeah but there was a point when I was not in love with him anymore. But I and think, had a conversation about that, that my feelings had changed. And I think maybe at that point, that was the real understanding of you. in love. Like, I mean, that's 20 years, so I'm in love. Yeah, but th- that's what I'm saying. I think the love. understanding of what in love really means. Yeah. It's not some, like I said, it's just like being in love with a person, meaning that you will give everything to them and you will work through the hard times, the bad times you care for them, but they are your joy. Yeah. Not that you find your joy in a person. You find your joy in yourself and that person adds to it. Yeah, yeah. And it makes you happy to be with them and you look at them and you're like, oh, I love you. And they're like, I love you. And I can't say it enough. You know, there's all this like it, that that exceptional joy of emotion still mm-hmm. continues with you throughout every day. Yeah. When that starts to go away, I think that's when you can go, okay, I, you know, my love has changed for you. Like yeah. I don't love you in the way of a relationship any longer. So yeah. if that means I'm out of love with you or I'm not in love with you, then maybe that's what it is. But I think people use it as a cop out. Let's like early <clears> in <throat> a relationship when the going gets tough and people yeah, are yeah, like, yeah. Ah, I'm not doing well, this. And, and again, it's not to say that you can't fall in and out of love with people. I just think we need to define what that really means. Gotcha. I see that. So once you understand what that means, then when you go into the relationship, you, you've got a better understanding. Like when, when am I not in love with somebody? Yeah, just because the the, the fire burns down a little bit yeah. doesn't mean that all of a sudden the the love's not there. Yeah, and 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 let's. I'm I talking want, about like a new relationship. No, absolutely. And then I want to talk about the word comfortable a little bit because I think comfortable is misunderstood and used in the wrong context as well. It's complacent. Be- yeah, I think comfortable and complacent are two different words, which they are. They mean two different things. But I think people use those words interchangeably in a relationship. Mm. So. <clears throat> Before we get into the phase of like, how can we continue to make the relationship last? We have to understand you can't just say, well, I'm done with this relationship because I feel it's getting comfortable. Well, if a relationship is not comfortable, like there's no comfortableness to the relationship. And I think of comfort as a big, warm blanket. Yeah. You know, that, that feeling you get when you like, Get in your bed and it's a cold night. And you. I rat- take my bra off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on. Every woman knows that comfort. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's use a description that everybody can understand. Okay. Well, ladies, you know when you take your bra off, that's what he's talking <clears throat> about. 
But I'm talking about, well, I'm, I'm more talking about like that, that feeling when you, you get into the bed and you, you kind of snuggle up in the covers and that, that comfort, cause it's not, it's not something that lasts all through the night, but it's that first initial, or like when you put on your favorite pair of shoes that make your feet feel like they're walking on heaven yeah. or not the stilettos, but I'm talking about like a comfortable pair of shoes yeah. or that couch you sit in that just like. You settle in for just a yeah. second and kind of gives and you that warm little uh, I'm talking about comfortable. Snuggle. Like yeah. it's a reassuring feeling. And I think relationships can be comfortable and should be comfortable. It should be a place of comfort. Like this is where I go and I feel comfortable. Comfortable Because it's means, the opposite of comfort turmoil because that's not. I mean, if it is like that yeah. could be, I guess. I don't know. Well, well, think but about I'm like saying this. if you look at the opposite of it, go with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and comfort, like I'm comfortable enough with this person that I can share my deepest, darkest secrets. I'm comfortable with this person. I can be vulnerable. I'm comfortable with this person that I can be angry and they're not going to lose their shit because yeah. I'm angry about something. They're going to help me understand it. I'm in a comfortable place with this person. Yeah. Complacency, which is different from comfortable, which most people use comfortable in the term of complacency means it's stagnant. It's not going nowhere. It's the same shit in day and out. It's an it old doesn't puddle. grow. It smells like pond scum. It and the mosquitoes coming up out of it. Yeah. And it's gross. So I think if you can, and we're not going to go too much further into that, but use the right words and use the right terminology when you're dealing with the relationship. Yeah. Comfortable relation in a relationship is not a bad thing. Complacency. Yeah. yeah that would be a That's bad terrible. thing. So, so I see what you're saying. And, that and, makes sense. Yeah. And maybe some people. Un- it's just too comfortable. Yeah. Maybe some people absolutely understand and agree with what we're saying. Maybe some people are like, this is the first time I'm hearing it. And then there are some people who's like, we still don't dis- we still disagree with you because comfortable is a bad thing. But if you look at comfortable from our standpoint, meaning that I am comfortable with this person because she is or he is my blanket that wraps me. They're my whoopee. My, I did call you my whoopee one time. Yeah, she did. <laughs> that that is my whoobie. I'm comfortable. But it is in this when place. I'm having a bad day. It's your comfort and words and hugs mm-hmm. and whatever it is that you're giving to me. Just as it would be a cup of coffee and a blankie on a you know cold winter morning. Yeah, it's the same feeling yeah. of comfort and right. of of being taken care of. So use the right terminology if you're going to end a relationship. Don't say the the relationship's too comfortable and I want to go. Say the relationship is complacent and I need to go. Yeah, that complacency because, to me also means that you both have stopped working. Yeah, yeah. So it means that you're done. Right. So what do we do once we're in this relationship? Now that we understand terminology and we're ready to move forward, let's not use cop-outs to get out of relationship. If you really want to be there and you understand, how do you maintain that joy? Well, one, maintaining that joy is like we always say, don't let things be, be vanilla. Like, don't let it just be status quo. Yeah, you're going to do the... you. And here's the problem with relationships. When you start in the beginning, you're dating. You're seeing each other maybe a couple times a week, maybe every night. Maybe you're doing all the cool things. You're going out to eat. You're going dancing. You're going to a club. I mean, I don't care what it is. You're coffee shops, coffee whatever. shops. You're driving, co- vacationing. But you're constantly doing stuff together because you're doing all the fun stuff. But at some point, you're going to become. You're going to go into that part of life where it's work every day. Yeah. You go to work. You come home. Cooking, um, cleaning. You, yeah, all the stuff laundry. in life that you do. Like any married couple, if you're married listening to the show, you know what you, we mean. You got house chores well, to do. Well, and think about when you're dating, you're not going to be like, hey, you want to come over and watch me do laundry? Like yeah. you're going somewhere. You're yeah. doing all of those chores and all of those things right. before you would go see somebody. Mm-hmm. But now that you're fast forwarded into a relationship. Those are the things you do together. Yeah. And I say do together because there's some things some people like to do and they do them. Some people have a certain way of doing things. I love vacuuming. Yeah. Y'all have to figure that out because, you know, I, I don't like the vacuum, but I will. 
you know, just because I don't think she should have to do it every day, dishes, cooking, all those things, laundry. I, I, and we kind of fell into that super easy, which but, is so strange, but we're, but we're very similar though. Yeah. We're both clean people. We both don't like messes. So we keep things up. So yeah, when we like see we're, something like some people will do, you cook, I clean. Nah, whoever cooks ends up cleaning. Cause we just clean as we go along. Like yeah, maybe there'll be some dishes to have to clean up at the yeah. end, but we never. And I think that's the part of like understanding how to maintain it is to be communicative. Yeah. Like communicate the things that like we can, we communicate about cleaning things. And also I think because we never, we never lose the concept of how we care for each other. Like I want to make your life easier, not more difficult. So if you're versa. cooking dinner, I don't want you to have to come home and cook dinner and have to clean dishes to get right. to that point. That's but, just to me is being disrespectful. Right. And I don't, and I clean as I cook. I do too. Yeah. So she separate. does. So there's not a pile of dishes in the sink. Like, cause everybody gets done eating. Nobody wants to do the dishes. I mean, let's right. be honest. Nobody wants to get off and the couch. And sometimes I'll be in there. Well, our kitchen is super small too, by yeah. the way. Yeah. So sometimes I'll be in there while he's cooking and he's putting things in the sink and I'm mm-hmm. dumping them in the dishwasher. I mean, yeah. it's, it's kind of a group effort, but, but that's because I want to spend the evening with you right. instead of, sitting in there and one of us is watching TV and the other one's cook is cleaning up. You know what I mean? I want to spend the evening with you. But I think, I think this goes back to, and and if you don't want a vanilla relationship, you don't want a complacent relationship. It's something that becomes a team. You are a team. And if you do team well, then your relationship never gets complacent. You never find the vanilla because here, think about it like this. Yeah, I'm never rolling my eyes at you. Like, ugh. Well, but think about it like this. We we cook and clean and do all this stuff actually together as a team sometimes. And we, we get chances to joke, to, to you know, do the little touches that smack make. Smack my damn ass. I'm smack her butt, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, but, th- but that's what I'm saying. There, there's moments where you continue to keep the spark alive because you're doing little things. I think because like in my last last relationship, sometimes you get complacent because you get you get the mundane, the kids, everything's going on and you just get to the place where like I just want time by myself and then yeah. you realize that's not how a relationship's supposed to work. So if you're getting to a place where you're like, I just need my own time, like yeah. you're telling yourself you need your own time, something's wrong. And that's where you need to have a breakdown of conversation with your partner. You can have your own time but not out of frustration. Yeah. Like go it, do your own stuff, yeah. but not out of frustration. You definitely need you definitely need your time. You need yeah, you yeah. time. But, but not out of frustration, you, no, Tom. But you get it. You do it because it comes naturally. Yeah. Everything in a relationship, I think, actually should come almost naturally. Like, yeah. it, like we're kind of we're kind of of a contradiction to what we thought relationships should be. Yeah, we kind of are. Like, we used to think, I know I used to think, man, I've got to really work hard. i got to be over-communicative. I've got to do this, got to do this, got to do this. And I get in a relationship, and I was like, I don't, I haven't seen myself needing to do anything, which we, we talk about. I talk about, especially in uh, my last blog post about want versus need the things I want to do I do and I never feel like I need to do anything like everything yeah. just comes naturally like we do things naturally like if we are both having a bad week and it's tired and we're busy and stuff there's no complaining like I haven't seen you this week really we we find the times that we get together and we yeah. have our moments but we're always constantly doing stuff working we're constantly working doing those things yeah together. we do a lot of things together and but I like spending time with you. Yeah, and I think that's the part that keeps our relationship from going to complacent because we enjoy each other's company at a higher level. Yeah, which I would agree. Yeah, we there's not a time or a moment where we're like, <sighs> I, I just like why is she going with me again today? I yeah. just want to go the I just want to go X Y and Z because you've come yeah. home before to pick me up to go run errands with you, which yeah. I love. <laughs> Well, yeah, and I think that's the difference between a, a relationship that gets complacent that we, and we use the word vanilla, a vanilla relationship is like, 
I leave work and I think, well, I got to go to the post office. I need to get gas and I need to go run to the store. Yeah. But I first think in my head, I'm thinking in my head like, oh, well, I could do that before I come home, but I'll just come home, pick her up, and then we'll go do it together. Yeah. If she wants to. She doesn't have to. Again. No. But if she wants to go, then it's great because we're going to spend time. And honestly, well, it's I always think, our decompressing time, too. We yeah. enjoy that. Like, we kind of will catch each other up on the day. Yeah. And sometimes we may not say anything, which we're yeah. both very okay with silence. Like, her, yeah. we both have gotten to the point where I don't bug you if you're quiet. Yeah. We don't. We've never been like that. It's kind of no. strange. Yeah. I think we just, I think we're a little bit different than a lot of people. But I think people, if people find people like we found each other, that no, we don't aggravate each other. We don't get frustrated with each other. If we want to be quiet, we're quiet. Like she said. Yeah, uh, I don't ask him 500 times. What are you thinking? Yeah. What's wrong? We, I think we both have a mutual understanding that's almost scary telekinetic sometimes that we know Actually, when we to talk. I tell you that all the time. Yeah. I tell you because you'll answer some of my questions that I've had in my head and I'll look at you and be like, did I say that out loud? And you're just like, no. And I really honestly think sometimes we are very emotionally intelligent, kinetically whatever that word is that you telekinetically say. yes that one <laughs> but i really do though sometimes i feel like it so strange telepathic well yeah we're telepathic what Not am i telekinetic. thinking right now that we need to hurry up and finish because big brother's getting ready to come on oh no that wasn't what i was okay thinking. well then shit i, I was, was actually thinking i wanted to eat some more of that apple caramel cinnamon <laughs> <cake>. <laughs> but yeah so you know I, I think moving forward in a relationship i think okay so let's let's not be over dramatized this week about what we're talking about it, it really comes down to a few things you need to know that the person you're with is not like a copycat version of you because that gets kind of old and that will get complacent but there's there are enough similar they're similar enough to you yes that you don't have to work through a lot of differences to make things work mm -hmm. you know things just kind of line up a person who gets you like emotionally like she gets me emotionally i get her emotionally so we know when if we're having a bad day we automatically know how to deal with each other. And, and that, don't take it personally. Yeah. Well, but the thing is, is we know how to react to each other in those ways that yeah. doesn't set the other person off. Yeah. Like if you're having a bad day, I come in, I don't, I don't, I know that, okay, she's had a bad day. She's, she's in this mood right now. And when she's ready to do whatever she's ready to do, she'll make those moves. Yeah. Some people are in a bad day and they need the reassurance. They need that person to come talk to you. So if that's the type of person you're with, then you need to understand that to be able to meet their needs. And communicate that with them. Right. They have needs that need to be met. Yeah. So you find out those needs by communicating. And if you're the type of person that can meet those needs, that helps you in the relationship. That Absolutely. keeps it, a, that keeps it a very not vanilla relationship mm -hmm. that gets you across the complacency line. And also just being able to enjoy each other's time. Literally, what we were saying earlier is true. We spend almost every minute of our lives together right now. And we've been dating for well over a year. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not, I don't think there's ever a point we get tired because we go to work, we're away from each other. Uh, and we, you'll go with your friends. I don't have friends, so <laughs> I have that friends. so terrible. No, I have friends, but most of my friends live so far away that yeah. I don't really see them, so I don't spend but time away. But you get to do things that you like. You watch anime and you play video games and those yeah. things when I'm not around. Yeah, and I'll, I'll play. I'll go out on the porch and play my guitar yeah, or, exactly. or something like that. I mean, I do things on my own. Well, you're fine being by yourself. It doesn't bother yeah, you. Yeah, I love being, like, not. it's not a slight to her, but I do love being by yeah, myself. Yeah. I spend time totally. by myself because I'm my best friend. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but yeah, so it's, it's, 
it's the concept of if you want to make a relationship last after the butterflies, after the honeymoon stage, uh, the number one thing you're going to have to do is communicate. And you have yeah. to communicate in a way that both of you can understand. And I think getting that done up front, like once you get out of that initial dating phase and then you're talking like, I mean, if you can use Love Island as an example, you know, these people are meeting and hooking up and not hooking up literally. They're but, in the honeymoon phase. Yeah, they're all in the honeymoon up. phase. But then there's a part where they have to understand that this honeymoon phase is going to be over. And they're going to go home. Right. So what does this look like for us? Are we going to continue? And if we do continue, what does that look like? So let's yeah. talk about family. Let's talk about life. Let's talk about work. Let's talk about all the things that make us tick. What kind remember, of person Remember, they're not doing are. laundry. They're not cleaning. They're not yeah. doing any of those life things. All Everything those life things ideal. are going to come yeah. at some point. So how do we deal with the normal day of life? And those are things you should communicate. These are the things you need to do with a person. So you can figure out if that's the person you want, not the person you need, but the person that you want to be with. And you can, you can find that out by simply communicating. Yeah. And I also think too, a lot of things just kind of get forgotten. Like I think that, you know, there are little things that you can do every day to kind of keep that and to keep it bolstered up a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with just sending text message and saying, you know, I'm thinking about you and yeah. hope you're having a good day. Like those little things, it even though they seem so insignificant. Though. No, but even though they seem so insignificant, actually are huge things. Well, like the I think if you, you know what I mean? They don't have to bug the crap out of them, but, but just like I'm thinking about you things. or I'm yeah. sending you some stupid selfie, you know, that we send back and forth on snap, which is fine. But it breaks up my day. It lets me know you're thinking about me or vice versa. And, and you it's know. not going to be every day. No. It's not going to be every moment. It's going to be. And, and I think if you it's do genuine, it. It's genuine though. Like right. I literally am thinking about you. I just yeah. want to check on your day. See how you're doing. Same. I got a break. You like, know. You know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, I'm going to send a stupid looking selfie. Yeah. That's retardedly bad. And. I love it. And it's. And it's. It's there. I, I send it over and she's like, oh, that's so cute. And I'm like, yeah, it's really not cute. But she thinks it's cute. So that's great. And it's the little things. It's, you know, whether you're just sitting on the couch and you reach over and hold somebody's hand or you look over at some point and you go, hey, you know, uh, if I didn't tell you today, I loved you. You know, just it's silly little things. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid to be that way. And all the little things make a difference because all the little things will mean so much more in the end than any one big thing will. Yeah. So absolutely. Like, that, I make your lunch every day. I yeah, don't have to make your lunch every day. To me, that's a huge thing. But I know it makes your life easier that I get to do yeah. that. And so, to me, it's something that's insignificant, but I know it matters to yeah. you. So, find something that matters to your person. Yep. That's something that you could do easily mm-hmm. that's taking something off their plate. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And, it's, and, and it it's, means a, it means the world to you. You're telling me you don't have to make my lunch. I'm like, yeah, but I want to make your lunch because I know yeah. you're getting dressed and I and I have time to do it. So that's why I do it. Yeah. So it's like the what I is it? Notes too. Yeah, she leaves notes too. It's, it's you spray it, me with cologne every morning. Yeah. <laughs> the little things, guys. <laughs> you really you really want to set a precedence <laughs> with your girl? Just just as you're like putting on your cologne in the morning, just walk by and just hit her with a little sniff of it. I love it. And then like throughout the day, she's like, oh, I still smell you. You know, they, they'll want to act like they're mad about I'm getting some I'm never mad cologne, about it because I think you smell good. But they'll say, oh, I smelled you today. Or you know what? I still smell you on me. And it's it's those things that you can, it's just, like I said, it's just the little things. And all those little things add up. But if you communicate, do the little things and just realize, be aware of your relationship. Yeah. Like if you know something's wrong, go ahead and be aware of it and communicate that with each yeah, other. Yeah, if you're not asking and you're not you're not concerned about it, that's moving towards there, complacency. Yeah. You're not trying to make 
yeah. the other person's life better if or you, bring them joy. If you don't feel legitimately joyful when you're with a person, even if you're sitting not in the same chair, even if you're doing something and there's doing something, if you don't look up and go, man, I really like my life right now. And a lot of it's because that person is in it. You know, you probably should ask yourself, why are you doing it? Yeah. You know? And what can you change if that's the case? What's yeah. something that you could do? I mean, we're not doing anything monumental like no. at all. Hell no. I mean, we're just not. Mm-mm. And we go on trips and we do those things, of course, but that's, but the day to day things, it's not like, you know, I'm singing him and serenading him. So he does not want me to serenade him anyways, but you know, <laughs> some, some love songs or, you know, I'm walking around in a maid costume cooking dinner. Well, I mean, I could do that, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's not yeah. anything that's significant. It's not, it's not something that's orchestrated. It's yeah. a genuine caring a genuine love for the person that you're with yeah that you want to express that to them yeah i think everything you do should be genuine should be real yeah and not so out of the box that it's like ridiculous. did it once and then yeah. it never happens again yeah. or you're like trying to rekindle the flame yeah you'd be better off sending text message every day and super silly goofy snapchat yeah. filtered pictures than you would be dressing up and but i think at the end of the day it's about finding your person like the that other not the other half of you, but that right by your side person. Yeah. The person that, that, that literally is the, your person. Yeah. Like you get them, they get you. You Everything know when just, you have it though. It's so weird. Yeah, it, it is. And it's, and, and again, it shouldn't be something you have to work so hard that you lose who you are as a person either. No, because I think we complement each other beautifully. Yeah. Complementary relationships is not a bad thing. No, and I think we do. I think your strengths and places where I'm strong and places where yeah. you're strong and where you're weak and I'm weak, I feel like Yeah, we make up for it. We make up for it with yeah. each other, which is awesome. So guys and girls, it's not a real hard lesson tonight. It's not really something overcomplicated, but we would love your feedback and tell us what helps you in your relationship. Tell us what you do. What are the little things you do? What are some maybe what is the big thing you do? What are the things that you do or what are there are there areas in your relationship that is hard to communicate? You know, what is it yeah. that you're trying to find if you haven't found that relationship? You know, what would you like somebody to do for you? I mean, just give us some feedback on what you think about this show and what we've talked about tonight. And maybe what do you think in love means or comfortable or complacent means? What, what are your ideas on that? Uh, give us a shout at the show. Uh, hit us on our podcast page over at rockhippiesadventures.com. Uh, you can hit us on the Instagram, the Facebook you can hit us on Twitter, but we don't do a lot there. No, I'll check it, but it doesn't yeah. mean anything. Yeah, but you can catch us Instagram on Instagram and Facebook. And Facebook, yeah. for sure. Send us you know, a, if look, you don't want to leave a comment, send us a DM. Yeah, just, just hit us up. and We uh, appreciate everybody who's been listening. We've gotten some folks telling us that they're listening and they enjoy the show, so yeah. we appreciate you all. Everybody that, that is listening, we, we thank you. Uh, check out the recommendations that we left at the beginning of the show. Check out the links in the descriptions. Always remember that you know, what we're doing here is nothing that nobody else can't do on their own as well. Now we just like to talk about it. Yeah. And you never know, you know, maybe one day we can sit down with you and talk about those things as well. But we always, always tell you when, you know, this rock hippie adventure that we live, you know, we live life loud and we live it bold. And mediocrity is not an option for us and it should not be for you. Thank you for listening to the Rock Hippie Adventure Podcast. You can connect with us on all of our social channels, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Just look for Rock Hippie Adventures.
You can also head over to our website, rockhippieadventures.com, for all of our latest blog posts and podcasts. You can also share your story, check out what we're listening to on Wednesday, or just our usual jackassery. As always, leave us a comment or rating on your favorite podcast app. What is your game? So, fellas, I don't know about you uh, women. I don't know about you either. You may like to do the same thing. But I have a fascination with smacking butts. Not smacking butts. Smacking one person's butt. Well, you don't yeah. go around smacking people's <laughs> yeah, okay. butts. Okay, so I don't smack. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't go around smacking everybody's butts, but I do uh, smack the girl's butt quite a bit. So, I've developed this little... I'm a sucker. Personal game yeah. of my own. It's not really something she plays along with. No, because I'm dumb. Yeah, it's all my game. It's all for me. So my goal is to create some sort of distraction or some sort of like diversion ploy. ploy. So she thinks she doesn't know what's going on, and I walk up and then right on the rear end. Yeah, you've gotten me several times. Yeah, so just it, within the last it's, hour, it's something like one day she got up off the couch and I was like, "Whoa, what the." What the hell is that? Come here. Let me, let me. And she looks at me. She goes, oh. Yeah.